Hello, this is yet a new episode of the Grok Show. And today, I want to put my main emphasis on birth control applications. These are just yet applications that are using information fed into them by clients, including menstrual information and basal temperature mainly, to regulate their baths and monitor them as well. This is not something very easy because it takes consistency to take basal temperatures almost daily and also to ensure that you are quite certain about your menstrual calendar such that the information you feed into it can result into accurate information. Question is, how do these applications work and are they safe is the main question. First and foremost, basal temperatures are taken as soon as you wake up from a rest, not just a nap, but a total rest probably in the mornings. And nevertheless, these applications source information out of you, probably, should we say, are they secure? Is your privacy certain when you're using these applications? Nature Country, to be more specific, became the first application to be verified by the Food and Drug Authority, FDA. Hello and welcome. This is yet a new episode of the Grok Show. And today, I want to put my main emphasis on birth control applications. These are just applications that are using information fed into them by clients, including menstrual information and basal temperature mainly, to regulate their baths and monitor them as well. This is not something very easy because it takes consistency to take basal temperatures almost daily and also to ensure that you are quite certain about your menstrual calendar such that the information you feed into it can result into accurate information. Question is, how do these applications work and are they safe is the main question. First and foremost, basal temperatures are taken as soon as you wake up from a rest, not just a nap, but a total rest probably in the mornings. And nevertheless, these applications source information out of you, probably, should we say, are they secure? Is your privacy certain when you're using these applications? Nature Country, to be more specific, became the first application to be verified by the Food and Drug Authority, FDA, in the United States when it comes to these birth control applications. This is quite funny, but true, and it's a well ahead for them. Secondly, these applications have had other challenges, like the women in Sweden and UK two years ago that came to complain that they had used these applications, specifically this national, national control application, and received uh, inaccurate information. So, where is the accuracy? Is it that the clients do not know how to use them, or it's the application that has some algorithm errors as it is for very many applications? 
and this application comes in a time of a pandemic whereby we have very many lockdowns people are locked down here people are locked down there and we do not know whether it's safe to trust something in a time whereby we want to prevent to the most unwanted pregnancies so I managed to speak to someone who can let me know more about the biological parts of it before even I get to understand the algorithm part of this application, specifically the natural control. And when we spoke with this person, I learned more that I want you to learn from me through this recording. One, let's start with understanding the ovulation cycle and the uh, menstrual cycle in the entire part of the so-called reproductive cycle just in case you didn't know before we dive into the safety of this application before we dive into things to do with should you go into it is it an option for you etc this is Lamek Kirabira from Bonny um, University telling me about these applications and take a listen I'm sorry for the delay in the responses. Just like that, just like I told you, and they have been kind of fixed. And yesterday I did have battery, and today I had lots of programs, charge and what. But I had a friend who had a surgery today, so we are going to check on him. However, I'm glad I've got some time for us to go through. Mm -hmm. According to the first question, you require to have a clear picture of the reproductive system and um, a brief understanding between uh, a brief understanding of the the, the, terrains, the, the ovulation cycle and uh, and um, the menstrual cycle. So, <coughs> of course, I'll start with the system I want us to have a brief review of the, the anatomy or the, 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 the structure makeup of the, the reproductive system sure. of the women which I believe is more is more of more interest to you for now. Yeah, yeah. So we have um, the ovaries we have uh, the, the uterine tubes we have the uterus vagina and the external genitalia these are the parts that make up that make up um, the reproductive system of course the vagina is for reception of, of uh, the sperm and the external and, and to aid movement of the sperm towards towards the uterus or towards where the ovaries are produced from and then we have the external genitalia that one is for for for, for what for sex and uh, it is the one that facilitates the copulation or the sexual intercourse as you may call them and then the uterus of course is where the baby grows and then uh, the ovaries that is where fertilization of the sperm takes rather the fat where fertilization takes place and this is by the sperm the sperm cell and this is this is the one that results into formation of a zygote <coughs> now 
I want us to look at a few things in a brief summary. So, in the process of the entire, the, the entire reproduction cycle, we have physiological changes that occur nearly every month due to hormonal fluctuations, fertilization, and these changes occur periodically and in a cyclic nature. And these changes occur in the ovary and the uterus of a fertile female. Now, the changes in the ovary are the ones that are referred to as the ovarian cycle that you requested to know about. And this occur in three phases, where we have the follicular phase, or stroke the pre-ovulatory phase. And this is where we have proliferation and differenti differentiation and maturation of follicles that form the primary oocyte, which is in a layman understood as the, the egg. And then we have the ovulatory phase, where the ovaries, the primary oocyte develops into the secondary oocyte, which is the egg, the, the, the egg that is ready for fertilization. Remember, there was the first egg that was produced, but it was immature. Yeah. And now, that one that is immature differentiates to form the one which is now mature for fertilization. It is one that we call the secondary oocyte. And that is the one that is that is involved in fertilization. It's sperm cell comes. Of course, there are other processes that it undergoes when the sperm comes. We have a cell division to form a zygote. And now, the last phase of the ovarian cycle is the luteal phase, where the unfertilized oocytes, of course, remember during the process of fertilization, only one egg is fertilized, or sometimes two, for the case of twins. And now, those ones that are unfertilized are converted into corpus latium by the luteinizing hormone for, to, 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 to prepare for another cycle of ovulation in layman's language. That's what I can say. <coughs> and now I want to move on to the, the uterine cycle, which is also divided into stages where we have the premenstrual stroke, the secretory phase. This is where we have the preparation for the for, for, for what for menstruation and this phase involves secretion of the endometrium the endometrium is just a lining of the uterus that makes it fully ready for conception and uh, it is secreted or it is a thick columnar epithelium which is secreted under influence of high levels of progesterone furthermore we, have, we, look, we now have the menstrual cycle or the menstrual phase. Now, the menstrual phase is the one that is characterized by rupture of the uterine of the uterine wall, which causes a bloodshed. And this bloodshed is the one that that acts as a primary indicator or the indicator species for the time when a woman goes for menstruation or when they go for their menstrual periods. And this one is influ influenced by high levels of estrogen. Now, if you if we look into detail of, um, of the menstrual cycle, that one is controlled by, of course, hormones, and these hormones are for 
where we have uh, two hormones that um, that are gonna do traffic. We have uh, the luteinizing hormone, and then we have uh, the follicle stimulating hormone. And these two hormones are the ones that influence production of the what of the ovarian hormones. The other two, which which include the 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 estrogen and then progesterone and those all those hormones the four hormones that I've mentioned in this this recording influence what we call or they are the ones that control the menstrual cycle so we have the last stage which is called the proliferative phase which involves the repair of the uterine wall and the uterine wall epithelium preparing it for conception Remember after menstrual period, like I told you, <coughs> that uh, the menstrual period during okay during the menstrual period there is a rupture. Eh? Of course, to show you that the person is now in periods. So after that bloodshed, we have what we call safe days, and then the unsafe days when a woman regains her fertility. Mm-hmm. Of course, during these safe days. The uterine wall is trying to proliferate and repair. It is undergoing repair to prepare it for the the other days when the woman is fertile. And those days are usually in, they are, they are indicated by the, the kind of fruit that that these women produce. Actually, if you go, of course, I I, I had forgotten to note the fact that the vaginal fluid is always acidic in nature. So, in other words, it doesn't favor. It doesn't favor survival of a sperm cell. However, during the time that they are that they are fertile, during the unsafe days when a woman is highly fertile, that liquid, the vaginal fluid, is is alkaline. I want to note that out. And that alkalinity in nature is what favors movement of of what of the sperm cell. In other words, rather in union with other factors that cause um, that that attract. Of course, sugar molecules are also involved, there. and these are the ones that act as chemical mediators. They attract the what? They attract the sperm cell towards the, the ovary. And I you should also note that normally this period goes for 28 to 30 days or 31 days. That is the menstrual cycle. So, okay, okay, okay. Uh, sorry for cutting issues. Now, um. When I was speaking to Kiravira, he has well explained the reproduction cycle, ovulation cycle, and how it's different from the menstrual cycle, and we are very well convinced about those two. So let's dive into specifically these applications. Uh, Kiravira had to tell me about what his personal view as a medical student and as a, an expert personnel in this. Or about these applications in general and um, why did FDA come out to verify the natural control method as it's not a food it's not a drug it's just a service and is it that we need to take all these applications of uh, of our health to respective health agencies for verification so what was his personal view on 
um, the natural control application and all other birth control applications. And Kirabira uh, had to tell me something, and this is what he had to say. Okay, now to attempt to respond to question number two. Yeah. Yeah, number of invasions have come number of new ideas have been generated and are still being generated because research is life is something that we live in this is generation of information this is the information age so to respond to that question the second one my view about uh, the natural birth control methods that we approved by um, the fda the, okay. and uh, these other apps that have come about the monitoring systems and all that to me i believe they are, they are very good but as you know everything that, comes that has been invented my mind has its own advantages and disadvantages but i want us to focus on the good because every time something comes about before it is issued to be put in use ideally it, it first undergoes tests whereby we weigh the or they weigh the risks involved versus the advantages and when the one which outweighs the other probably the, it makes it either to be put in use or not so for natural birth control methods or such as withdrawal examination for women to know of uh, to know of um, their, their, their what their period cycles when they are for safe days and when they are not for safe days and then realization of or putting focus on their on their discharges whereby during the seasons of um, of fertility they will produce the vaginal fluid like I told you it will be alkaline in nature and it will be gelatinous kind of thick compared to under normal circumstances so those and many others i believe are very good however they are also kind of tricky because it, it's hard for someone to monitor with to or to get to know this without the guidance from medical personnel so more so for for, for, for the for the vaginal fluid as a natural birth control method but for for the periods I believe um, it's kind of safe if someone gets to know their cycle and how to calculate them which is a problem of let many of the young ladies out there don't know how to calculate their periods and besides it is very unsafe for for, for child for, for, for young ladies that um, use contraceptive pills because these are also hormones those synthetically made so these um these hormones the contraceptive pills they use bring lots of fluctuations in their dates so it becomes kind of hard even if you knew how to calculate them but there's so many fluctuations secondary to access to, to excessive consumption of of contraceptive pills makes it kind of hard for them to to do what 
to notice or to follow up their their dates closely and so it presents them with high risks of pregnancy that is unwanted on the other hand look at other methods such as withdrawal for men uh, withdrawal would seem to be a very a very nice option but it's very inconvenient because you know at the point when either a male or female is reaching orgasm that's the point when you feel a lot of energy or something that is that tastes very nice to both of you and probably that's the time when someone thinks of withdrawing it's practically not easy so but all these would be very fine yeah and then if you look at the issue of um, of technology where i want us to put our major focus these new technologies that have come up that have been brought i have some article that have been that that i i, I, I read through so it says though not everyone has adapted to the app-based pregnancy healthcare slowly it's slowly gaining tra traction meaning it's it's hitting up the scene slowly women can utilize the, the latest pregnancy technologies to make their life their lives comfortable and avoid pregnancy related complications these are very many the, the complications are very many we have complications like the risk to, to ectopic pregnancy or the pregnancy like the baby grow, growing out of uh, out of out of the what out of the uterus for instance if the other endometrial lining that i told you about in the earlier phases of this of this this interview if the endometrium grows from a different place say for it grows in the fallopian tube or it it grows down below in the vagina that means that is where the baby will grow from and it's it predisposes them to a lot of cancers and other abnormalities and chances of losing their babies or affecting their fertility and others so in the in an attempt to avoid all these people have been tasked to research and they have come up with these apps so one of the purposes of these apps is data security meaning you feed these apps with your own information such that at a particular moment they can be in position to remember they can be in position to monitor for instance if you want to monitor your menstrual cycle very well you feed in this information that is related to as how your your cycles flow related to as how your cycles flow and it can keep track of all that information and at a particular date it can retrieve and they have alarm systems or alert systems a pop-up message will come to your to your phone and then they will tell you you know they will tell you that this is the time when you're safe and this is the time when you're not safe and by that way like i told you if it if if it comes to controlling your cycles it's very good you can get to know and pre-plan your pregnancy or you can even you can even schedule a meeting with your gynecologist or any other person that that is responsible for your health and then we have wellness of course when i talk of wellness i ideally mean convenience many women fear going to hospitals because yeah. of the big queues they find there and they can't have any help sometimes they have to go back home without even 
but this time around with these apps the, the good thing is convenience you can schedule your meeting or an appointment with your doctor or gynecologist or whatever might be that is concerned or your your family nurse in regards to your pregnancy for instance you can schedule a meeting for antenato while you're home while you're in a taxi you don't have to rush because you want to catch time you can you can do all this just by your app and then we could also look at uh, online online registration yeah you can register online and you provide the details to your doctor and he can keep track of you every time you need assistance you don't need to you don't have to call you can schedule a meeting with that facility so in other words these apps are really very good and they can always they can always update you on the variable information and then they can also keep track of how your pregnancy is faring so these apps are ideally very good they have they have so many importances and other more that are still being that are still being innovated so in the event that you you, you want to always use the, use this you can always ask or seek information from your your health personnel that you have an attachment to probably the gynecologist or the family doctor you can always ask them you can book appointments just from the, the comfort of your seat at home so for that particular question i'll also end here unless otherwise you can call and we talk about it okay, okay. Uh, good evening so um there curia tells me about privacy and um he has spoken much about privacy and um i imagined he told me about the info you tell uh, these applications for further reference and we are living in a world whereby applications are playing around with privacy it has been a very well spoken of and you know discussed topic privacy imagine when uh, such an application takes information from you then for some reason third party services would like to have your information sold to them and we are a generation whereby we we hate uh, we hate discuss or we hate reading through um, the terms and conditions of using certain applications the privacy policies we just accept the policies and we continue with their services i have to bet on you that you didn't read some of the uh, privacy terms or whatsoever while you were joining while they were updated on youtube you just accept it and continue using these services so we don't know how our privacy is used do you know how the information we provide to natural control as an application or all other applications i won't put my emphasis on this one are taken seriously we don't know but lamek says that they are safe because tech is the future when we bring on convenience doctors where you can book an appointment online or you can feed in your information you receive medical advice online things of that sort there are the algorithms that are making life simpler and simpler as long as technology is not becoming our master but our servant now in my very last um, interview question was that 
what's the science behind suspecting basal temperature after a race as a metric of determining whether someone is pregnant or, or not pregnant. And furthermore, this I would also want to know whether Kiravra would recommend anybody into opting in for such applications since Kiravra says they are safe, but you can say that they are safe, but I do not recommend anybody because I don't know much. Or he at one point said that the risks and when we are doing tests, we refer to risks and the advantages or the merits, and then we weigh them. So by the time the FDA verified this and this, one, what was why did they refer to basal temperature as a metric? Two, would you recommend such an application on a biological view or as a doctor to anybody to refer to such applications while uh, over other methods that were used to like the IUDs? the condoms etc and this is what Kerala had to say and now finally looking at the very last question that we have today yeah. is um, the application of basal technologies you want to know what's the science behind suspecting yeah. basal temperatures after a rest mm, yeah. as metric pregnancy pre this is how I will respond. Okay, there is what we call basal metabolism. When the body is at rest, all the normal physiological functions kind of are reduced, and uh, the metabolism that takes place is only or only takes place to provide just energy that can keep the body alive while you are at rest. So in that process, the body temperatures are just normal because you're not doing a lot of work that is that is kind of affecting the, the what? That is kind of affecting the, the normal physiology of the body. That is increasing metabolism. Of course, increase in metabolism causes an increase in temperatures. Mm, yeah. So, using or detecting basal metabolism as a metric system to track pregnancy is very good because the, the a lady when they are pregnant, they are ideally their rate of metabolism kind kind of changes whether they are dressed or they are they are what they are actively working. Mm. So in the event that they have gone to rest, the other other processes, physiological processes are ongoing and this kind of affects or right, causes an increase in the basal meta in the basal metabolism. So that is the basis on which they have um, they have designed this app to track basal metabolism or the basal metabolic temperature as a metric system. So that is the science. Now, the science behind uh, behind the use of IUDs and condoms. Of course, uh, of course, yes. You you asking if I would recommend the use of condoms? Yeah, I would recommend the use of condoms provided. They are done in the they are used in the right way. I mean, 
if you if you use a condom or you put it in the right way but oftentimes the problem is people don't read the user guides that are put on people just put on anyhow people just buy condoms anywhere and most of these are unsafe for use because some of them get expired condoms because they are caught up by the situation others um others don't even check condoms before using them so they in case it has it has a hole in it it can leak semen or sperm and it can cause issues and now talk about to talk about iud's i would recommend them but only and only if it is done by a health professional who is kind of recommending not everyone can do it so in case it is done by a proper and well trained personal personnel yeah i would recommend it only that it, just like i told you everything has a risk that is attached to it yeah everything has a risk that is attached to it but like i said if you compare the burden to the that would be reduced to the these other side effects side effects may seem to be minor however under excessive dependency on this they may result in two serious two serious impairments for instance if you if you overuse this as a birth control mechanism for instance you can present with the risk of infertility at a later time but otherwise you can always keep in consultation of your health personnel that is responsible for your health so yeah i would recommend so this and others we can always discuss okay 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 um uh, that's quite scary that when we use some contraceptives that are genetically made hormones without proper health guidance they could lead to infertility i want to put my main emphasis on infertility quite off the box uh, i have um, a burning question that has always been on my neck and that is about infertility uh, first of all i want to appreciate that earlier you spoke about the metric usage of basal temperature to detect pregnancy and i love that i just read something a week ago it was a tweet someone was saying that hair and the fingernails grow faster when a person is pregnant when a woman is pregnant that's funny but then uh infertility some people are fertile and they're not barren they are able to conceive uh well after a certain time they lose their fertility and it's quite worrying being fertile then after some time when you've made some money and then you cannot conceive anymore what could be the cause of this Chiraria told me something uh, within three minutes and I'll be making my closing remarks concerning all this matter take a listen Camera. 
Looks like um, I'm, I'm failing to connect very well to Kerabira. Let's give it another try. Kerabira? One last time. Kerabira, I would like to know about the causes of barrenness to women that were once not barren and then they tend to become barren. failing to connect to Kerabira in the very segment of my question but um, I want to dive into an analogy and a brief summary of what Kerabira has told us today one he said that he recommends such applications and he says that if such applications since they are not free to use but they require subscription if they can value your privacy and you can use them 